What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kayla Ray. But you fell off in time with everybody. Guess you ain't my vibe. And I can't get it right with anybody. It's still fresh for me. Hate to say it, but I think you got the best of me. And you're listening to You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. What up? This your boy, El Ambitious, host of You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Shout out to my co-host, Cute the DJ. As always, you know we got to start the show off with a positive quote. Today's quote is, Don't listen to what anybody says except the people who encourage you. If it's what you want to do and it's within yourself, then keep going and try to do it for the rest of your life. End quote. Shout out to Kayla Ray on that intro. Of course, we just interviewed her on the last episode, so y'all make sure y'all go check that out. But let's get into episode 67 featuring Amber Morningstar. Salute to her. She dropped a lot of knowledge and gems in this episode as far as on business is concerned. So I hope y'all really tune in and enjoy. And of course, we talk a little biggie. We talk a little biggie in this episode. So I hope y'all enjoy this episode. So yeah, episode 67 featuring Amber Morningstar, Threshold Brace Productions. Do y'all thing. Threshold Brace Productions. Yo, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of You Can't Sit With Us Radio featuring myself, El Ambitious, and Q. What it do, man? What's going on, bro? You get your uh you get your Trump check yet? No, no, I'm I'm, I'm still I'm still awaiting. I'm still awaiting, but I just just know when it get here it's going down. I'm I'm buying I'm buying a, a ice cream sandwich for every kid in the hood. Oh right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm 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 waiting patiently though. I, I got some plans for it hopefully, so we'll okay. see. Okay, okay. What about you, man? You you rolling in it yet? I'm mean, not. I ain't. I ain't even spent none of it yet, man. I ain't spent none of it. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It's, Go crazy it's then, still, man. It's still sending. Still sending the count, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you li- you living nicely then. That's a nice little fallback. Right. Yeah. You see, they trying to. You see, they trying to open up Tennessee back up. Yeah, pretty much, man. They uh, which um, they still not gonna see me out till about June. Right. My job uh, my job said we're probably not even going back until sometime around June. So right. uh, I'll be I'll still be at home for the most part, other than you know essential things, but. Um, man, I was a little sad because they, they pushed it back. So my barber was going to be open this Saturday and then bro was like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> so I'm like, man, and then if you, if you want them like to pull up on you, then you got to go through and pay extra yeah. 50 bucks or something. And I'm like, man, I'm going to just let it grow out, bro. Yeah, right. I ain't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I already, I already got the little, you know, a little Kobe fro anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I just I just gotta let that go, man. I'm I'm exploring just letting it grow anyways yeah. and just just figuring out something different. Yeah, I was looking at that um that old Ludacris video with stand up. We had the Oh um, yeah, the, we had the big yeah. afro. You trying to get the Luda? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't think I don't remember the last time I saw somebody with that huge afro with an afro that big, man. Yeah, man. 
I used to I used to have an afro like like way back in the day. Like, I used to have braids oh, too. So yeah. Yeah, you seem like a braids guy. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, I, I I get that feel off of. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's too much maintenance, man. I had to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, yeah, I don't blame you. That's why that was the only reason I hadn't grown my hair out a while ago, man. It's just it's too much work. Yeah, cause the uh the studio where we where we usually do the show at, they sent me an email the other day. They was like, they basically said, yeah, we we don't know when the hell are we gonna open, so they still mm-hmm. don't know they're gonna open yet. So well, yeah, I guess I guess they about right. They keep pushing phases back and yeah. all of that stuff. So yeah, I don't blame them. It might be a little bit. Yeah. Cause when was the last time we did an in person episode? It had to be March. Yeah, it was probably mid March. Yeah, yeah, it had to be like early March. Yeah, I that was they, yeah, that was right on the edge of the when they issued everything. Yeah, they started cutting stuff out like middle of March. Yeah, yeah, that's and what I think that was. We interviewed uh, a Rose. That's yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so it's been like two months now since we've been in the studio. So. Hmm. But yeah, as always, you know we keep the dopest guests on the show. Today is like no other. Of course, we still at our stay at home, our house arrest, whatever you want to call it, man. We've been interviewing people all over the country, man, from San Diego, Denver, Milwaukee, uh, North Carolina. We were supposed to interview somebody from Wyoming, but we ain't going to get into that right now. Uh, <laughs> and today we have... Entrepreneur, fitness model, businesswoman, all the way from Tampa Bay, Florida. We got Amber Morningstar on the show with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited to uh, record a show with you guys. Cool. cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. How's your, how's your, how's your day going? Uh, so far, so good. Definitely a busier day for me than usual, but I like to keep busy, so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, yeah. How's the how's the weather out there? Or are you are you in Florida right now? Yeah, I'm in Tampa right now. Um, it'll be around like sixty in the mornings, and then by afternoon we're looking at like eighty, ninety. Oh, mm. yes. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't you um, ain't you ain't out on the beaches and stuff, are you? <laughs> no, most of the beaches are still closed. They're, They're slowly not, opening right. up certain beaches, but um, most of them are still closed. Okay. okay. Mm. How's that? Um. So, how was uh the whole quarantine and staying inside thing affected you? You know, a lot of people ask me that, and the funny answer I have for them is it really hasn't changed much of my day to day life, other than mm-hmm. the fact that I can't go to the gym uh, because yeah. I run my business completely online from home. I work at home every day anyway, so mm-hmm. all it's really done is taken away my gym time and then any outside of work activities if I'm going out and doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Then I mean, at least it hasn't put too much of a of a damper on your life. You know, for some people that have to go out, it affects business and and money and all those things. So that's good that you know you have that opportunity to just be home. Hundred percent, you know, and I feel really blessed to have that opportunity. And I think that it's definitely, you know, made a lot of people open their eyes to kind of taking things into your own hands when it comes to your employment and looking at ways to find work that you can do yourself online. Um, because then you're, you know, more in control over what happens with your life. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, uh, Amber, I guess we'll start it off just uh, you telling us a little bit about yourself. 
Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm actually born and raised in Toronto, Canada. So I lived there for most of my life. And then I moved to Florida. Um, Right around the time that I moved to Florida is when I started my business. But prior to that, I was working a lot in retail and corporate sales. I have a lot of background from that perspective. And I bring a lot of what I learned in those roles into my business now. Um, When I started my business back in 2018, uh, you know, I was helping mainly fitness influencers, helping them grow their brands and uh, strategize with their business, grow their systems. And I've just been scaling that ever since. And uh, I love what I do. And I love that I still have a, a role in the fitness industry, even if I'm not doing, you know, online personal training or anything myself. I work with a lot of online uh, fitness coaches. How did you uh, how did you get into to doing things online? Yeah, um, so I was doing the corporate sales thing, and when I moved to Florida, they allowed me to keep my job. They actually kind of, you know, begged me to keep the job because they (laughs) didn't know how to replace me. Uh, And I said, you know what, that's cool. And they said, we'll let you do it remotely. So that was kind of my first taste of being able to work remote uh, because I was doing that job completely remotely. But I knew that that wasn't going to last forever. They weren't going to be able to keep me on forever. And I didn't want to stay with them forever. I wanted to get a job in the States because... You know, Canadian taxes are not fun. They're a lot of money. Oh, and and yeah. then you convert that dollar and it's like, I'm getting paid pennies. <laughs> so, yeah, right. you know, I was looking for something U.S.-based. And that's when I said, you know, if I can work online like this and make a business and, and, you know, make money, you know, why don't I do that for myself instead of doing that for someone else? You know, I've always wanted to have my own business. I, it just really opened my eyes to the possibility of really building something of my own and being able to do it online. And that's why I started looking into, you know, like, how do you start an online business? What types of businesses can you run from being online from home? Um, and I started doing online fitness coaching because that's what I built my Instagram following around, uh, just, you know, being a, a fitness influencer, if you want to call it that. And uh, mm-hmm. I started doing online coaching, and I made good money with that. I, I remember in the first two months, I was already bringing in 10 k a month. And, uh, and then I quit my corporate job because I was like, I don't need it. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a, a huge step. How did it how did it feel to 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 kind of change in I guess if you want to use a certain French in the tag bracket? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, scary, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Right, because like it's it's different when when like yes, you have control over your income when you create a business for yourself, but there's mm-hmm. always that uncertainty around it because yeah. you don't have an expectation of a certain paycheck every single month, right? Mm-hmm. So right. like it was great to make that kind of money, but then I'm like, am I going to continue to make this kind of money? Or is this a fluke, you know, first couple of months, like, is this sustainable? So, you know, I spent the first couple of months really focusing on, you know, living within my means and like not spending a lot because I was in a scarcity mindset of like, I don't know if this is going to last. And when I went down the path of realizing, you know, I can make really good money with this and it is staying consistent. uh, You know, for me, it was, you know, what small things can I do to kind of like improve the lifestyle that I have and kind of give back to myself for the work that I'm putting into it. Um, I wouldn't consider myself like a crazy spender, but I've definitely gone and treated myself to a couple things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think we all should at some point. Yeah. Yeah, but... I agree. So what, what type yeah, of, uh, what type of retail job did you work? Yeah. Um, I was working at uh guest. I don't know if you've heard of that clothing store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I managed one of the locations back in Canada, one of their accessory stores where they sold the purses and the handbags and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I was the manager there. They gave me that store 
Uh, and in eight months, I took that store from the worst performing store in Canada to the best. Um, and then I left. <laughs> but my work here is done. I'm moving on to something else. Uh, no, but I've been in retail for many years, and I kind of just got tired of it. Retail is it's shitty hours, you know what I mean? Like, you're working till 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, you're working weekends, right. you're working holidays, and, you know, I was just over that, and that's when I made the switch into doing something in corporate, which is your standard 9 to 5, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, once you get on salary in corporate, you're also working till 9, 10 o'clock at night and weekends and all that stuff, yeah. too, so it didn't right. really fix the problem in the long run. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, I think that's kind of where I am now, is, as far as you know, having the advantage of working the earlier shift in my job, but then also like, well, when you, if you, you know, decide to move up, you're going to be back to just working all sorts of hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like it comes with a price. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. I remember when I was, I used to work at the airport and I was working at this retail shop and I had to be at work at like, like I had to be there at like 2 p.m. and then get off at like 10 p.m. and then come back at like 5 a.m. Yep. I had to come back at 5 a.m. Yep. and open. I was like, ugh. Uh, yeah, man. That, that 2 to 10 shift is, is yeah, nuts, man. man. Or like 3 to 11. Yeah, those are the worst. And you you get off and then you're you're still awake and you probably should be going to sleep and everyone else around you is probably asleep because they all work 9 to 5. So Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's a crazy life. And then we would be short staff all the time, so I couldn't even take a lunch break. I would have to close the whole store just to t- take a lunch break. I didn't feel like doing all that. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. And being the manager, if someone calls in sick and I couldn't get anyone to cover, it <laughs> right. was me covering. Exactly. <laughs> all right, was it? So, but, uh, go, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I've, I've done waitressing as well, too. So, like, I've done it all. And, like, even those hours, mm-hmm. I mean, working like seven o'clock to like three o'clock in the morning the money is great doing yeah. stuff like that but it's just it's the hours right yeah yeah definitely was it a hard decision to move to uh, florida no um i would never go back uh mainly because of the winters i'm not a fan <laughs> of them um and uh i just really like it here i like the vibe here um you know i've made it my home and at first though obviously you know you leave your family, you leave your friends, you kind of just like come out here. It's, it's an adjustment period for sure. You feel, you feel very alone. And like a lot of my friends said that I would feel that way. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, I'm an introverted person. I'll be fine. But you definitely feel that until you kind of like make it yours, you know, and, and make your circle of friends and kind of like get familiar with the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey Q, you got anything else? Uh, no, I'll save it for the second part. Okay. All right, so yeah, let's get into some music then. We're going to take a break, but we're going to get into this first song. Shout out to uh, B. Jones. He got a new song out called Stop Playing. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. Y'all be on the lookout for a Threshold Brace, B. Jones collaboration coming this summer. Y'all be on the lookout for that, but we're going to get into his new song, Stop Playing. It's B. Jones with a Z at the end, so y'all make sure y'all check that out. But we're going to get into Stop Playing, and we'll be right back on You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Be Jones, nigga. Be small, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Sick of these niggas. I just been grinding and getting these figures. Most of these rappers got hitting the agenda, so you will not see me out kicking it with them. If you are not with them, that means you're against them. I'm saying in my ground, I won't live as a victim. As far as these beats and these rhythms, I kill them. You stick with the flow, I'm not seeing the symptoms. So you with the spitting, might need a prescription, but there is no 
pill that would cure this addiction I couldn't get well even if I attempted It's deep in my blood and it runs in my system I'm running my business, not one for the chilling Just chasing that paper in front of my vision Can't hang with no hater, disrupting my mission You get in my way, then I'm crushing you sissing No love for the wicked, just rushing for riches Eagerly grinding and lusting for digits No, my ambition might come out in sinning So I ask the Lord to put butter for kidding Please give me the strength to go on if I'm slipping I've chosen my path and I'm hoping he's with me I'm taking a chance and I'm knowing it's risky I'm in it to win it, gon' show my commitment uh. Hey, Joe, man, show the niggas, uh, man, how we was destined for this shit, man. We been doing this shit, bro. <laughs> just, just call me a chemist, I'm cooking and whipping. The audio dope and it's ready for shipping. Them audio junkies be ready to get it, be loving the feeling. Get hooked when they listen. Be seeing the visions from detail to descriptions. I focus on sales like a retail position. Delivering gifts like that season of Christmas. Presents is packaged, perceived through these lyrics. Music's a window to see in my spirit. The viewers are clear. You see that I'm feeling the top is my goal and I need to get near it. I was on go for the work till I'm weary. Can see that I'm driven by how I've been steering. But crossing some paths, been burning some bridges. No turning back now, so do not recommend it. I only make moves under proper conditions. I live by a code. In the honesty system and promise myself I would not go against it Just giving you faxes and not an opinion I hope what you're hearing has got your attention Whenever I'm speaking, you gotta just listen I'm seriously dripping with knowledge and wisdom My first one contended, I got the position I'm smashing that gas when I start to exist Let's go, man, look, man Go, go hard on these niggas, man Show these niggas why they call you microphone, nigga Going straight to the top, so I got it If there is no rubble, I got detour to stop it This any obstruction, I face it with confidence Speaking for you, rolling over like I'm pocket it Feel like I'm just hoping you got a glimpse Cause I'm bringing a verbal apocalypse Serving simple spitters up like condiments Going dumb on these tracks with no common sense This is how I fit, letting steam off Jotting dope lines, winning deep thoughts Jotting dope lines, winning deep Jotting dope, dope lines, winning deep thoughts Taking missile trips that make me seem lost Gotta do it big and never dream small It's a sweet cost, just a beat boss But a lot of suckers been cheap talk Rappers turn singers with the sweet talk I'm the best at doing it by default If it's on my mind, then I'ma speak, dog. Calling out Welcome back to You Can't Sit With Us Radio. So, Amber, tell us tell us about uh, Dropset Gorgeous LLC. Yeah, so like I was saying before, you know, I started that company back in 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just decided that I wanted to build something of my own that wasn't online fitness coaching. So, I mean, I still had Dropset Gorgeous as my Instagram name well before I created an actual LLC in business. Um, when I was doing online fitness coaching, I was just running it all through like my personal name. Um, when I actually made jobs with gorgeous LLC is when I switched into, for lack of better terms, like business consulting, uh, which is what I do now. And so I focus on, like I was saying, helping fitness entrepreneurs and business coaches scale their online businesses with, uh, their marketing strategies and their systems. 
So sales funnels, graphic design, email marketing, all of that kind of stuff. Things that I learned while I was building my business, I've now taken and I teach other entrepreneurs how to scale their businesses using the methods that I've implemented in my own business and in other businesses as well, too. How'd, how'd, you, um, how'd you get the name? Um, I was sitting on my couch one day. <laughs> and I was like, I need a cool Instagram name. I think my Instagram name was something stupid like, Amber XO or something basic like that. And I was like, okay, I need like a cool Instagram name um, that's not lame. And uh, I just came up with it and then just stuck. And now this is what everyone knows me by. A lot of my friends call me like drop set and it's just become like my brand. Um, give us, give us two. So I want to ask this question for the people that, own their own business versus the people that don't own their own at the moment. Give yeah. us two pros and cons of owning your own business. That is a good question. Um, I would say the first con is that you don't have a lot of time. And I say that because, you know, I think there's a big misconception in the industry right now where a lot of marketers make it seem that, hey, you can start an online business and work four hours a week, make, you know, six figures. Um, and I call bullshit on that. Maybe after <laughs> having your business for a couple of years, you can sit back and be working minimal amount. But at the beginning, you know, you really got to push and you got to grind. And if you're not ready to do that, then don't start a business. So like, right. I consider that a, a con in a way if, if you're not the type of person who's willing to put in that kind of work. Mm -hmm. Um and another con I would say is like, uh, um, like you have no one to blame for like the success or failure of your business other than yourself, you know, like it, it yeah. really is all on you. That's a lot right. of pressure. It is. You know, especially when you get to a place where now you're hiring people and now their success and failure depends on you too. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you're providing their livelihood, like, it's a lot of pressure, right? And it's, it's something that you have to really mature as a, as a business owner and as a person to be able to handle effectively. Um, mm -hmm. But they're definitely like stressors that, you know, you have to be cognizant that that's going to be part of your life if you decide you want to own a business. Okay. What about, um, what about pros? And it's interesting pros. that you started with cons first. Most people start with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um Well, because I like to keep things real for people and not paint this, like, rainbow picture. Like, it's mm -hmm. hard work. It's, yeah. it's rewarding work, but it's hard work. Um, pros would be, um, would be time freedom in the sense that, you know, I work 50 hours a week in my business right now, but I choose what those 50 hours are. You know, mm -hmm. if I want to get up at five in the morning and I want to work, I'm going to get up at five and I'm going to work. If I want to work till, you know, 10, 11, that's what I'm going to do. And if I need to take a break in the middle of the day, cause I want to go and do something, go for lunch, whatever, like I call that shot. Um, yeah. so I have that freedom. Uh, I choose to put in as much time as I do, but I get to choose how I put that time in. So I think time freedom is definitely something a lot of people are looking for these days um, in terms of like leaving your typical corporate or retail jobs is that they want that time freedom. They want to be able to kind of call their own shots in that way. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Good answers. Yeah. And then the second pro I would say is like sky's the limit. And I say that because I have a tattooed on my back. Um, but it really is, you know, like you, you are your own feeling when it comes to your business, right? Um, you can mm -hmm. make as much or as little money as you want. It, it all comes down to the work that you're going to put into it. And like, there's no such thing as like asking your boss for a raise and then telling you no, like if you want more money, you just go and you make it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So, what, uh, that'd be my second throw. <laughs> <laughs> what would you uh what would you tell somebody that's like scared to take a risk or a chance on themselves? I would tell people to take calculated risks. I don't believe in taking risks blind. Like you need to assess the cost benefit of whatever risk you're gonna take. And you mm-hmm. need to make sure that you're not just taking it just for the sake of being a risk taker, you know, like make sure that there's, there's some upside to what you're going to do. Like there's some chances you're going to land your way. If your odds are 90, 10, probably don't take that risk, you know, yeah, odds right. are, you know, like 60, 40, go for it. You know, are the odds in your favor, not necessarily, but Hey, like you take that risk, but you know, there's a 40% chance you're going to make it as long as you're willing to be, you know, a top 1% that's, makes up the winners then push for it but don't do something blind just because you you know you just want to act irrationally or just jump out and do something um you know don't quit your job and then be like okay i've quit my job now i'm going to build a business no build your business then quit your job right like right in a calculated way yeah mm-hmm. i think a lot of people a lot of people do that too they kind of like you said taking risks just for the sake of of doing it and just you know, going out there and then you and then you look nuts when you're in the middle of somewhere that you didn't want to be. Right. Yeah, and I think it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on you, especially if that risk is starting a business. If you quit your job and say, okay, I'm going to start a business, well, now that's a lot of pressure because you got to make up all that income you were making at your job right away. Whereas yeah. if you just put in that extra time to build your business while you still have a job, I mean, like, that's leverage. Like, you're covered. Your bills are covered. There's no pressure if it works or it doesn't work, you know? Like, that's, that's right. a calculated risk. Um, uh, why? I, see, I see, like, you're big on helping others. Like, why is that Why is that something big for you? Um, I built everything. I don't want to say, like, by myself. Like, I've had a lot of mentors along the way. But, like, mm-hmm. I come from a past where, like, I lived on my own since I was, like, 16. I, like paid my way through uh, university when I went to university. Like I built a lot of things on my own with very little help. And I know how much I appreciated it when people genuinely reached out and wanted to have my back on something and really just give value for the sake of giving value, not for, you know, something in return. Um, So I always try to give back to people as much as I can in any way that I can. If people DM me and ask questions about business, you know, I always answer them and help them out because, you know, I just want to provide that reciprocity for the fact of people who did that for me when I was coming up. And why, why is it, so why is it, why is it good to have a like never give up mentality when you're going into business? Because if you give up, you lose. <laughs> right? yeah. Like if you want to win, you can't give up, right? Like you are going to be, pushed down and tested and told no and you're gonna fail and fail again and fail again like I still fail to this day um but I keep going you know like the failure doesn't end it's like you have to keep pushing there's always going to be some next obstacle for you it doesn't just like end and then all of a sudden everything is just you know rainbows and roses you really have to know that whatever battle you're facing now is only one of many that you're gonna face like moving forward and be ready to take those head on and, and I always say, like, look at it as, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to win or lose. You're going to win or learn, right? Like if you mm-hmm. fail at something, <laughs> learn something from it. Don't just be like, oh, shit, I lost at this thing or I missed out on this or I screwed up on that. Like, what's the lesson there? Take that and become better from it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. 
So what would you um what would you say is one of the biggest lessons that owning your own business has taught you? Um, the biggest lessons that owning my own business has taught me. Um, so I'm very perfectionist based. Uh, my mm-hmm. personality is just that way. Like I like everything to be like perfect before I take action on anything. That's how I used to be. Um, yes. And coming into running a business, I learned very quickly that if you focus on everything having to be perfect and not taking messy action, you will literally never launch anything because everything will have something that's just not right with it. And then you'll make the excuse of like, oh, let me just fix this one thing. Let me just fix that other thing. And, uh, and you just don't move forward. So I've learned to kind of find a happy medium between, you know, taking reckless like action when stuff's really not ready and waiting too long to take action on something because it's not perfect. So I call it, you know, messy action. It doesn't have to be perfect, but like, just do something, you know, and right. don't let that hold you back. I like that answer. Thank you. Was you, uh, was you doing the uh, radio show before or are you still doing it? Um, I was doing it. Yeah. I had it for like two years, but, um, my business has gotten really busy and admittedly I have to put it oh, on okay. the back burner, but yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. <laughs> what what was it about? Was it about business? Um, you know, I had a lot of business people on there. I had some like more mindset stuff on there. I always refer to it as like I just want to have dope conversations with people and let other people listen in. Yeah. Kind of like how you guys are. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Q, you got anything else? Uh, no. I'm good. All right. We're gonna go off real for a sec. So, uh, what right. what type of what type of uh, music you listen to? Um, rap mainly from like the nineties and two thousands. <laughs> oh, now I've got questions. Right, keep going. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> right. Um, what, hold on. What, yeah, what's keep, uh? Keep so, going ambitious. So, put I'm gonna put you on the spot. Top five artists all time. Ooh, um, obviously Biggie. Like Sky's the one that's tattooed on my back for a reason. So I'll have to say Biggie. Um, who else do I really like? Um, I listen to a lot of, I listen to a lot of, like, Tory Lanez right now, but he's more R&B, but he's all right. I like him. Um, Eminem's always in the top day for me. Uh, who else do I like? Um, Logic and, and Tupac. Okay. okay. I like both of them, but Biggie's number one for me, always. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. same for me. Well, between the the Tupac Biggie debate, I, I put yeah, always, always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a lot of always. people they they always wanna they they wanna upsell Tupac, but Biggie is Biggie was mine. Yeah. <laughs> then we would get along very well. <laughs> <laughs> what um what songs are you listening to right now? What are some of your favorites? Um. Well, I usually just put on the Spotify playlist, I'll just put Biggie on repeat and I'll just listen to all of his stuff. But Sky's the one that's always been a favorite for me. Ten Crack Commandments. Um, what else do I like from him that I'll listen to a lot? Um, Party and Bullshit. That's not a favorite of mine. <laughs> <laughs> is that, yeah, a lot of people don't YG? expect it. When they, pardon? Wait, who, wait who, which song is that? Party and bullshit. 
Is that the the class? Wait, never mind. Okay, never mind. That's, that's bigger. That's bigger. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that I think someone else made a newer version, newer uh, song with that title too. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I'm like all about the more old school stuff. Like I mainly listen to Biggie. That's usually mainly going to be what's on my playlist. Yeah. You like you like um, you like uh, mumble rap though? Any mumble rap? Um. I don't think that I've necessarily heard any. <laughs> what uh, what things do you like to work out to? Uh, always rap. Sometimes I listen to like metal or like rock, but mostly mm-hmm. rap. Gotcha. I like music with some lyrics and some substance to it that I yeah. remember. And like I don't know, music for me is like a it's a deep thing. Like it brings back a lot of memories for me. So I like to stay to the songs and the the artists that you know I feel I've listened to growing up have really become yeah. a part of my journey and that's just kind of like what I like to rap when I work out. That makes sense. Have you, uh, have you always had the red hair? No, I used to be blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah. And my natural hair color is brown. <laughs> <laughs> what made you make transitions? Just the, just the, just wanted to? Um, so, I was blonde for eight years. I was like my thing. I was always blonde. And then I wanted to go red, but I was scared. So I started by going to, like, a darker red. And mm-hmm. then one day I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to do the bright red. I've always wanted to do it. If it looks bad, I'll figure it out later. Um, and I just went for it. And it's also become, you know, a staple in my brand. Like, everyone knows me for the red hair now. Yeah. I'm really happy I've done it, and I would not change it. Makes sense. And uh, so Mo- Morningstar is your real last name? Yes, everyone asked that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're like, oh, you just made that up. I'm like, nope, I'll show you my license. That is my license. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I guess that's convenient when you're, when you're doing the business and you want yourself to be unique. Yeah, exactly. I, I already had that part figured out for me. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So, yeah, let's get into this. Uh, let's get into the second song, man. Shout out to Rachel Bailey. Her new song, Say My Name, is out everywhere on all streaming sites, so y'all go check it out. Well, we're going to get into Say My Name, and we'll be right back on You Can't See With Us Radio.
being stuck without a paddle Overcame a battle with the man in my shadow Never really was in the love, I just dabbled Things get deep when you stop being shallow So you gotta find you the right one Not the baddest, you try and find happiness Or some status, I seen people lose the one And it's tragic, it was only fun while it lasted See I had to learn on my own and I'm happy for my lesson Happy that I recognize your worth is a blessing Happy that you see that my effort ain't the same Cause you the one I wanted that ain't never gonna change can't sit with us radio so amber morning star it is time for random ask questions these questions have nothing to do with what we talked about today i either come up from my head or online are you ready i'm ready all right so if you could choose one song to play every morning when you wake up to go go into the kitchen what song would it be juicy by biggie that's good. Hey, I, I probably, I probably would second that. But yeah, I think that would be <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> yeah, that is. All right, let's see. Uh, if you melt, if you melt dry ice, could you swim without getting wet? Uh, no, because it becomes a gas. That is that is right. To actually look that answer up, it's, that's right. <laughs> that's actually right. <laughs> Did you tell me these questions before? You? Nah, uh uh-uh. <laughs> Nah, that's, that's the first time we got somebody who actually looked up the question first. <laughs> All right. Next question. If you blew a bubble in space, would it pop? No, because there's no air. She's correct again. <laughs> she's, she's taking your random questions right. and making them serious questions now, sir. <laughs> All right, let's see what they got. All right. Why do, why do crackers have holes in them? Oh, I don't know. Ah, stumped Okay. Yeah, you stumped me. One for you. One it, for you. I, I did look that one up, though. It, it did say it's like um, because they let the air release when they bake them. So it don't explode. Oh, okay. So. I like to <laughs> Now we know. All right. Would you would you give a homeless person CPR? Yeah. Hey, you better than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of our guests, including us, said no. Oh, okay. I, I call for help, but I don't know if I can. Just That's fair. Okay, well. 
Yeah, if there if there was the option to call for help, I'd call for help. But if there was yeah. no option for that, then you know. Right. <laughs> All right, you um, got a better human human award than us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. If people with one arm go to the, uh go to get their nails done, do they pay half price? I don't know if they do, but they should. <laughs> <laughs> it's half the work. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. I right. can a uh can a hearse carrying a corpse drive in the carpool lane? No, because it's more than one person, and the horse isn't a person. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. Unless the horse identifies as a human. <laughs> mm. Wait, right. did you say a corpse or a yeah, horse? Corpse. <laughs> corpse with a horse, or a corpse no, like, and a person? Nah. Like a person corpse. Yeah. You got like the. You got cor- the. You got the actual driver and then the person driving ah. the dead body. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said a horse. No, nah, like, corpse, horse, yeah. Horse. <laughs> <laughs> corpse. That sounds like the horse is in the couch. Um, yeah, well, in that case, then, then I would say, you know, you can make that argument. Yeah, you can drive in the car for me. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, where is that? Where is that? All right, if a. Uh, if a person dies and then they spring back to life, do they get their money back for the coffin? Probably not. Probably final sale. <laughs> hey, that'd be that'd be messed up though. They'll get their money. Back. <laughs> well, I doubt they'd reuse it. They'd yeah. probably have some like thing about that. All right. Do uh, what do chickens think we taste like? Chicken. <laughs> man what if we do at least for them I know, um, that'd be interesting I mean I never know but that'd be very yeah, interesting yeah sure. <laughs> alright alright so here we go Um, so do you eat uh, soggy cereal or not I can't uh, no I can't <laughs> gotcha uh, all right, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll let it ride. <laughs> oh man, I, uh, have have you ever warmed up your cereal? Have I ever what? Warmed up your cereal? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, okay. okay. Well. Yeah. All right. Do man. I need to try that? No. I, yeah, yeah. That that question is it always gets to know, man. I don't. I don't think it works for anyone else. Nah. We we had a friend that does, and it's very interesting. Or has before, yeah. I'll say. It's yeah, I don't know. Warm milk just doesn't doesn't right. sound appetizing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work out for me. No. <laughs> All right. Um, what do butterflies feel in their stomach when they're in love? Caterpillars. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody else gave us that answer yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question is: Do you think angels get high? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Got something to look forward to. <laughs> Very true. Right, right. She's right. 
<laughs> All right. Do you got any questions you want to ask us? Um, how'd you guys come up with the name for the show? Um, so uh, a lot of people think I got it from the Mean Girls, that scene in the Mean Girls movie. I figure it has to be deeper than that. Yeah, but th- that's not that's not it. That's that's what people think. But honestly, it's yeah, it's from a. I actually have a hat that has "You Can't Sit with Us," and I've been having mm-hmm. it for years. And when I decided to uh, do the podcast, that's that's what I that's how it came about. Really, that's how the name cool. came about. Yeah, I like it. Real simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my other question would be, what are your favorite kind of guests to have on your show? Huh. That's a different one. Yep, okay. It is. Um, I would think. Well, to be honest, I think that the best kind of guest that I want is just people not necessarily for what they do, but just their personality and people that are talkative because there are some people that come on and give one word answers or don't uh, completely like they aren't all there. Like they are completely listening. So I would say that it's not more so what you do, but just the talkative open personality type people. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I, will probably say i mean we've interviewed so many artists so it's like i'll be trying to interview other people outside of artists so like yourself and just like photographers just other people outside of music they don't do music mm-hmm. so i'm like mm-hmm. it's more i get like because with artists it's like we do it so much and we we can ask the same questions with uh, artists yeah. sometimes yeah. so but when you got somebody like yourself or a photographer or a fashion designer somebody new it's like different so it's like you learn more yeah, I feel that. I'm like, I felt like that with my podcast, too. Like, I had a lot of fitness people on, mm-hmm. and I got to the point where, like, bless their hearts, I love them all, but yeah. I was really sick of talking right. to them because it's like, yeah. it's the same thing over and over and over again. They all have it, like, you know, they have their own twist to it. It's all said in a different way, but, you know, it's nice when you can kind of throw in a little flavor here and there, spice mm-hmm. it up. Definitely. Yeah. Cause yeah, we were supposed to interview this artist from Wyoming, but I never did hit him back up. I, uh, did I tell you that cute? No, I didn't. I didn't hit. I didn't hit dude back up at all. <laughs> oh, what? When the one that canceled? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I I'll think about. It. I don't know if I feel like it <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds valuable, man. Let's Very see. valuable. Yeah, it is. Time is money. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cause we don't we don't got ghosted before. We guess so. Yeah, so have I. Yeah. So have I. Oh, the part of the they business, just tell me. <laughs> it's not that hard to tell me you're not going to make it. Right. 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 And people people make it that hard. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. but Especially when you, like, schedule the interview, like, in advance, too. So it's like. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, Amber Morningstar, thank you for being on the show. Shout out your social media and anything else you want to say. Um, hey guys, if you want to keep connecting with me, just follow me on Instagram. It's at dropfat.gorgeous. That's all I got. All right, right. And, uh, as always, uh, y'all can follow me on IG at QDroppingDope. Um, and I'm going to throw it in early because I figured that would make it easier. But you can also follow our Twitter page. Uh, YCSWU Radio, all one word. YSCSWU Radio. 
Yeah, and follow me at Ambitious1K on Instagram, uh, Ambitious1000 on Twitter, Threshold Brace, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can't sit with us, radio, all one word on Instagram. Uh, you can't sit with us on Facebook. And yeah, until next time, Amber Morningstar, L Ambitious, Q, we are out. We out. <laughs> he said, Spaddy's nuts. <laughs>